everyone, this is Trey Tedford with Sports Down South. Here with me, Jack McQuiston and Kyle Johnson. Jack, how you doing, man? Hey, man. Um, I can only say living the dream so many times, so I'm really going to have to work on my openers. Um, I'm going to tell some really bad dad jokes next time, I think. Um, Kyle, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I uh, just went to dinner with a friend, had a few beers, so um, I'm ready to kick this bad boy off. Let's let's go with it. Uh, Tedford, well, well, how are you, man? What was his name, Kyle? What was his name? <laughs> I'm going to, in full disclosure, I'm going to keep the name to myself. <laughs> okay, that's very lawyer-esque of you. Well, Him or her, I'll keep it to myself. Well, unfortunately, Rory McIlroy did make the fucking cut. Um, <laughs> really that, but really happy that he choked on it. So, I think my picks were not the greatest, but you know, that's what it is. Yeah, to I be don't... fair, I don't think anybody's picks were that good. <laughs> I know mine. Um, I, Fleetwood made a charge up there. Phil Mickelson tanked. It was embarrassingly bad. And Poulter came back on on, uh, on Friday to make the cut just to make me even more salty. And he lost to Tiger on Saturday, so that may be a little bit a little bit better. But, um, Kyle, what did you pick? <laughs> My picks are uh, Justin Thomas. was He was paired with Jordan Spieth the last day, and he uh, clearly Spieth outspeathed him. Uh, but uh, my other pick, Brian Harmon, barely made the cut. And then him and Ian Poulter tied for damn near dead last. Of BFL. But the one thing I am going to take to the grave is I went on a 10-minute rant last week about how Tiger Woods was not going to contend this week. And guess who never contended this week? Tiger Woods, even though he's the damn favorite <laughs> going in. So uh, as much as I, much as our picks were not very good, uh, I will take that one. To the, I'll take a W on that one that Tiger was – he was not even in it. But I'm still. Those picks were pretty bad. But um, I, I guess our, our th those were what the contender, pretender, big spender, or whatever right. they yeah. called them. Um, the one thing that we did pick right, I think. I know not necessarily me, but definitely you guys. I gave out two prop bets. Um, playoff, I thought had a little bit of a chance uh, there at the end. Uh, but also Tiger missed the fairway um, first hole, <laughs> just an ugly snap hook. I think you guys picked the right thing, right? I can't really remember. Trey, what'd you pick? I definitely picked him not to make the fairway. In the fr He's been driving terrible all season, so I had no faith in him on the first tee of the Masters hitting the fairway. So, Kyle, did you do the same? I I, I don't think I commented on the playoff. On Tiger missing the fairway, I definitely said he wasn't going to hit it. He <laughs> historically has hit, been hitting really bad off the first tee, like in the last five years. That's so, right. no way I would have picked it. I will say that I called out the the greatest prop that got literally blown out of the water on Thursday of what's the highest score anybody was going to make in. Uh, I was like, eight seems like such a low number. Somebody's going to go out there and make a huge number. And Sergio defending champ on Thursday makes a 13. It's like four balls in the water on uh, uh, 15, which is like with wedge, which is just mind blowing. So I will say that I, I thought that number was way too low and it, uh, it got blown up. I, I, don't, I don't know if anyone else made a, above that 13 or anyone else made above an eight, but he did make that classic 13. Eight was a really bad number. All the all the sharp money on over. Terrible. Uh, that was a great bet. If you could, I couldn't find it anywhere, but if you could have or got that with your buddy, maybe for lunch or something like that, that was the easiest layup that you might ever get in your entire life. Um, I, I guess talking about uh, the actual tournament itself and everything, um, we talked about how much we hated Bubba Watson and how he's the scum of the earth. Um, to be honest with you, Patrick Reed is much better. Patrick Reed, I like one as much as I hate Bubby, and you heard my rant about him last week. He did finish T5, which sucks. 
Um, two, Patrick Reed is a slick a dog, but I kind of <laughs> respect Patrick Reed. He, for people who don't know, he got like kicked out of Georgia. He got kicked off the team for like, what? stealing stuff. He was like and cheating. Supposedly, yeah, cheaty, cheated in practice rounds, stole money, stole a putter. Supposedly, he stole a laptop. Like, dude's kind of like low key a piece, but like I also like him how like so. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. In 2012, he won a WGC event and claimed he was a top five player in the world. And everyone like laughed at him, like this dude's a this dude's a clown. And now I, he's probably not top five; he's probably top ten now. But I like Loki, like Reed, because he like doesn't play any of like the I'm a great guy. Like he just like he like plays like the villain. Like he he like wants to be the villain, which I kind of kind of respect. And it, of course, he's a Ryder Cup record. What about you? I mean, uh, that's, that, go ahead. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. Um, I only like Reed in the Ryder Cup. It's four days a year. Like, he'll be my boy, and then as soon as that's over, I'm back to hating that guy. Um, I, I guess touching on why he got kicked out of Georgia and he, he went to Augusta State, um, D2. Uh, he chose it just like us. Um, <laughs> I, I guess touching on that, do you think, um, you know, him stealing all that stuff, do you think other players in professional sports that stole stuff that hang out? Like, do you think Cam Newton texted him, um, stealing a laptop at Florida? He's like, hey, man, congrats on your win. <laughs> Hold on, Jack, Jack. Let me stop you for a second. They're D two. <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna feel really, think, really bad. I if they're I, not D2, no, man. I don't think they're. I don't think they're D two because there's a picture of him at Augusta play, playing with uh, Peter Yuan, who played for Oklahoma State at the NCAA's. No, maybe in maybe in Hold golf. On. Maybe in golf. I'll look at. I'll, are you pulling it up? Yeah. Well, Give me a second. Regardless of what y'all think, I love Patrick Reed just like Kyle. I mean, I don't know how you could hate the guy. He, you know, fights for us hard in the Ryder Cup, you know, four days out of the year or four, day, four days every four years or whatever. Um, and, I mean, the guy is just a straight player. I love the villain in this situation, and I was happy he got his green jacket and got his major. Now I want Ricky Fowler to get up in there. <laughs> uh, Trey, what do you think? Um, you know, that's the thing in the Masters. The winner gets to pick the dinner. What do you think Patrick Reed is going to choose for his dinner next year? Um, oh, you can eat buffet. Easy, easy little Caesar's pizzas for sure. He's gonna have some little, <laughs> little Caesar's. <laughs> He's gonna have him some of that. Maybe McDonald's. Uh, shout out to McDonald's today. Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe our feature sponsor. I don't know, man. That's some fat shit though. <laughs> Trey, you forgot know, Jack, Jack already ruined our McDonald's sponsorship. We're on to Burger King now. Yeah, but, well, we can't like McDonald's, man. That that's trash. But it makes sense because so is Patrick Reed. So I bet he will serve McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, one one other thing, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I took it in some brackets. Sleeper that I should have picked instead of whoever I picked was Cameron Smith, uh, young foreign guy. He's probably like 20, 21, 22. He won the Zurich. Australian, correct? He is Australian, you're right. Uh, he's young. He's like, I think he's like 21, 22. He won the Zurich with somebody last year. Uh, sneaky good player. I took him in like some of my brackets. Shot 66 Sunday, finished 2-5. And then I guess let's just hit the, the 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 elephant in the room. What about uh, as much as I just I don't I don't know the the verdict's out on him for me. But what about Jordan Spieth, sixty four? Man, that, that kid can it. play at Augusta, man. It, it, like he just figures it out. Like I I don't like hate is a wrong word for Jordan Spieth for me because I definitely don't hate the kid. Uh, and he's also a fantastic golfer, whatever. But he's just so boring. Like, I can't get behind him. Like, he just does the right things and is just even keel all the time. And just he like, like a, a fan of golf, I, I just can't – I, I yeah. don't know. I, I just don't like him for that. Well, yeah, I guess I have like a couple – I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't have any reason to not like him, but I just don't love him. 
you're right. He doesn't hit it far. Hits his irons pretty well. He makes every putt, but like he's just not. I guess like he's not dynamic at all. He's like not fun to watch. Like he's, like he's like not like a tiger. Even like a, I don't know. He just doesn't have a lot of like, I don't know. He has like no like redeeming quality about him. I guess is like why the verdict's not on him. And then that and everyone wanted. He obviously has his good year in 2015, 2014, whatever it was, and everyone's like, he's the next Tiger, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, he's good. He's already won three majors, and he's 24, I think. Like, I mean, he's clearly going to be great, but, like, I don't know. Like, everyone was so high on him that I'm like, ah, come on. Like, I don't know. It was like I couldn't buy the hype. Like, I was, like, seeing through the hype, and, I mean, I guess he still stands by it. He's won probably 12 times on tour in three majors, but I'm, I'm sure. I mean, honestly. I guarantee you, Trey – Loves speed, no doubt. Let's hear it, Trey. <laughs> no, no doubt in my mind. You guessed it, Kyle. I, I absolutely love the kid. I mean, the dude, he's a hes a baller. He goes out there in Augusta and just competes every year. I mean, everyone thought he was out of the out of the running. Then all of a sudden, he shoots a 64. Like, get out of here. Like, he is unreal. He's a great golfer. I wish he would have won. Uh, that's the only other player besides Ricky Fowler that I would have liked to win on, on Sunday at Augusta. I think he's going to get another one this year another major, um, if not two. I mean, the dude is just playing – he started off pretty soft, and but now it's just he's hitting the strides. And, I mean, you're, you guessed it, Kyle. I love the kid. Jack, what do you think? Uh, I mean, what is, uh, first of all, uh, let's touch on this real quick. I pulled it up. Augusta State is Division Two, Kyle. I know my Division Two schools, they're di- man. They're Division, the, they're the division the One in golf. They're Division One in golf. They doesn't beat. matter. The, how did they honest, beat, does, golf doesn't matter. Golf okay, doesn't well, they're Division One in golf. They will. <laughs> okay, Patrick, you're right. Patrick would have won, won two national championship D one golf. So it's not like he's out there beating me and you. Like he's beating uh, the mean, schools whenever he's out there. <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. But um, yeah, Trey. So um, and I, I don't know. Like just compare Jordan Speed to the other kids his age, or, or like the the younger generation of golf, if you will, not necessarily his age. But um, I just don't know. Like, Justin Thomas is way more likable to me. Justin Thomas, to me, really doesn't give a fuck. Um, he'll he'll kind of tell it how it is, and I feel like just the Under Armour whole aspect of that huge deal, which is I'm pretty sure still undisclosed. Um, I think his AT&T deal might be disclo- not undisclosed as well. Um, but I think that kind of protects him. I, I don't think he can be, like, his true self and really, you know, say how he feels and be outlandish and stuff like that just because of all that sponsorship money and all that burden on his shoulders. I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, but at the same time, like, I don't know, dude's just a class act. I mean, every time he's, you know, spoke, spoken about another golfer, it's always something nice about the guy. Even about Sergio Garcia, who's literally the scum of the earth, besides Rory, he said something nice about him. I mean, it's just, it's unreal, the, the class that he has, and I just love him, man. He's a good golfer, good guy. I hope well for him at, at all times. But um, about those, uh, I guess, have y'all been seeing some of those fights in baseball, Jack? Yeah, so the the huge one last night, Vince Thurman brawl, uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox. I don't know um, if everybody saw that, but it was pretty sick, man. As shitty as a sport as baseball is to me, um, that makes it so much more fun, dude. Bench is clear, and um, I was listening earlier, and they made a really good point. How crazy is it? Baseball is the only sport where there aren't the same number of players already on the field. So basically, as soon as that goes down, you got your umpires, whatever. Um, you got what your nine um defensive players and you got one batter and it's just on like donkey kong dude he slammed oh, the bat down he went at the bench. that's a good point and i've never th- i've never thought of that like in hockey there's six of them out there they start fighting basketball it's five on five like literally you're the batter it's one on like one on literally like <laughs> i mean because they have the infield pretty close too 
I've never thought about it that way. But going back to that fight, the dude, uh, I don't know the guy's name, the pitcher for the Red Sox has stones. He throws it at him. The dude breaks the bat, looks at him, takes off running, and the dude stands there and says, like, let's go, like, or something. Yeah. He has, like, glasses on. He kind of looks like a nerd and just stands there, like, let's do it. it was incredible stones by that guy. A lot of respect for that. It makes it makes baseball so much more fun to watch, Trey. And I think we talked about it earlier uh, today in the conversation that we had. Uh, I guess, what do you think uh, are the best fights in sports? So you have, you know, the most famous basketball one, of course, the Malice at the Palace, which was just pretty ugly, man. Uh, then you got your hockey fights, you know, happens, you know, just about every game during the regular season. You won't see much in the playoffs because it actually matters. Um, you got your baseball fights, which we went over too. Um, anything else that you can think of? What, what if there was a, ma- uh, a golf fight? What if they just throw down at the RBC hey, there, class? There, um, there almost was. It was Keegan Bradley and uh, maybe uh, Jimenez, maybe. Actually, it was like a few. It was like maybe like – hold on. Let me see if I can find it. They like – yeah, they like um, Miguel Anel Jimenez and him at the match play one year. And I don't know, like – I can't remember really what sparked it. And they're like – they're like going at it, chirping at each other, and they don't end up throwing hands because I mean it's, I mean it's <laughs> golf. <laughs> I will say the best fights, sports fights I think I've ever seen are like the old school like '80s, '90s basketball fights because they used to like like a bunch like even like a lot of the big players like they'd actually let them bang like they let them. I, I think the NBA's kind of got soft nowadays, but back in the day they used to like let them be way more physical in the post. There's a bunch of like a bunch of the good guys that would be like throwing hands, which. I think those might be like the classics that people forget about is like the, when the good players used to fight. I agree, man. I agree. Like if you think like football is the big sport that we're leaving out or whatever, football so, the fights are weak. Dude. It sucks. Like, you'll suck. get like your I mean, occasional well, I mean, like, wide you receiver gonna, corner. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. What are you going to do? Swing and hit him in the helmet with your fist? Like it's just like, it sucks. Yeah. Like, it's just dumb. Know, the Memphis versus BYU fight was pretty awesome though. When, uh, that one was pretty good. Literally head yeah. with the helmet on. That was sick. <laughs> That was unreal. Yeah, what about – um? there was a Jack- one – it was Boise State and Oregon, too. The Oregon dude, like, uh, it, it's like whoever the um, the running back, old running back for the, the Patriots, uh, LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt oh, for Garrett Oregon. Blunt. He just comes up to some linebacker for Boise State after the game, after they lost, and the Boise State linebacker's just chirping the guy, and he just gets him one-timer straight to the chin, dude, out cold. <laughs> some Conor right. McGregor shit, dude. It was great. All right, one – what about this? If you had to not fight one person, one active person in any sport, who would it be? Tedford, I'll let you go first. One guy, one guy, you you have to fight him. Who would be the last one you ever wanted to square up in the match? And not like in a boxing ring. I'm talking street fight, straight fist. Who are you not fighting? I know if one comes to mind. I guarantee you are going to steal before it comes back to me. (laughs) I have have two, but I'm going to go with the one that's probably least likely to be said. Uh, Steven oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I go any further, it can't be like a UFC fight. That's just dumb. Oh, yeah, it's got to be a, a major four four <laughs> five sports. I, I clearly no one wants to fight Conor McGregor or like Brock Lesnar, but like yeah. so. Let's keep yeah. it like real normal sports. I'll take Conor McGregor on. I don't care. Um, but no, I, I'm gonna say uh, Stephen Adams. Um, okay, Steve Center, dude. That dude is a hard motherfucker. He yeah, grew up with like eight siblings or whatever. I think he was in a gang as well. No, I'm not touching that guy. If, I, if I'm in a fight, I want that guy on my side for sure. Jack? Jack, how about you? Man, Kyle, I'm going to hand it to you, man. Man, mine is – I guarantee when I say it, both of you are going to be like, wow, you're spot on. One dude I would never mess with, and I just looked it up. He's 5'11", 215. So, like, he's a big dude, not that big. Marshawn Lynch. 
Oh. Marshawn Lynch would be the last dude in my life I'd ever want to see in an alley and him have any beef with me. Well, you're right about that. <laughs> I think I'd take Marshawn Lynch over Steven Adams would be pretty bad. I think I'd take Marshawn Lynch over Steven Adams, though, even though he's got a, know, a, a huge reach advantage. Marshawn Lynch will beat your ass and eat some Skittles right in your face. <laughs> That's right. Um, I don't know, man. Like you, uh, the first thing that came to mind is completely irrelevant. But you, do you remember that huge guy for Baylor a few years ago? His name's Sean. Oh my Hogan. gosh! Yeah, he was like he got like Twitter famous because he was like yeah. standing in like the coin toss and he's like <laughs> wearing like on top of that he's huge and like buff or whatever and he's wearing a damn extra small jersey like literally his veins are popping out of like his his jersey. It was super small, but I yeah, mean, that dude. Yeah, you that say, dude. Yes, sir. Thank you to that guy. You hold the door open for him. Yes. He needs anything you want you want a drink sean oakman but um, if that dude, if that dude walks up to you and says give me 20 dollars you need to thank him you better give him a hundred you better thank him for having the honor to give him a hundred dollars um i guess if i had to pick one because uh, not everybody knows who, who sean oakman is besides that meme i'm gonna go with a sneaky crazy guy it's gonna be matt barnes matt barnes oh. Matt Barnes, is killed, he's killed a couple people, like, no doubt. Like, at some point in his life, he's seen some dead bodies. Who was uh, who, Who's the coach? I can't remember off the top of my head. The, the coach that was uh, messing around with his wife or whatever, and, like, they divorced, oh, yeah. and then, like, she, like he drove, like, 30 miles to, like, go confront this dude. Was it Mark Jackson? It was really bad. I don't know that. It was him and – was it uh, him and Derek Fisher? Oh, yeah, it was. Derek Fisher, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> Derek, that's a crazy dude. <laughs> And he has a neck tat. You never yeah. fuck with a dude that has neck tat. Yeah, never, never get cross with a guy that has a neck tat. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I can't believe we're talking about all these fights, and we still haven't even talked about the NHL yet. Uh, NHL playoffs started last. We're doing this on Thursday. Started last night. Uh, I know y'all are both huge, huge NHL fans. Uh, huge fan. Jack, Jack, huge fan. J- Jack, who do you got winning it all? Man, when is it all? That's tough, man. So I, I guess first of all, let's let's just talk about the NHL in general. Uh, hockey actually is a super super fun sport just to watch on TV, and I specifically gamble on because let's be honest, I'm super degenerate. Um, but it's really back and forth. It's not like uh, you know football; you get a ton of breaks. Baseball is obviously garbage because there's no action hardly ever. Um, it's just like a really fun sport to watch, especially in person because they give you three drinking breaks. The first, you get there, you know, you got your beer, you go to your seat, first period intermission, go get another beer, second period intermission, go get another beer. Maybe it'll go to overtime. Maybe you'll get another one. Who knows? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't really have a specific hockey team. Have you guys ever followed, Trey, have you ever followed any team, like, in general, you claimed them, like, hey, I'm going to follow this team right now, huge fan. So I actually did uh, a couple years ago. I decided to be a Minnesota Wild guy, but it didn't really like. (laughs) (laughs) All the damn teams to me, you're a Minnesota Wild. The average like guy that doesn't even follow hockey very hard, but is a sports fan, would couldn't even couldn't even tell you there's a Minnesota team named the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, no, it was was actually a time where I literally I don't know. I just was like I was trying to get into baseball and to get into uh, hockey. I I was just I was confused as a person. Um, <laughs> I could, you're at a, you had to be at a really low point in your life to say, man, I'm dying to be a Minnesota Wild fan. Yeah, it was, it was like, what, what made you pick that? Why? Uh, I actually have been just kind of a Minnesota guy. I've kind of like some Minnesota teams. In the <laughs> 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 big Minnesota guy. Big Minnesota fan. Hey, hey. Love the Golden Gophers. So I was like, hey, let's go wild. And then 
it kind of faded off. Um, but now I am definitely on the Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, bandwagon for sure. Now we're now we're talking. Now you're speaking Man. the language. Fun fact about the Golden Knights: they open the year as the worst odds to win it all, like 120 to 125 to one. And at one point, like Tuesday or Monday, they were the favorite to win it all. What a, what a what a great bet if you were to place some money. Also, um, how can you not like a sports team in Vegas? You can literally bet. I, th- I think the way it works, you can bet on it in the arena. I might be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure you can bet on it in the yes. arena. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. Now I'm just. I became more of a fan now. Jesus. They, also, also, just, uh, I know y'all might not keep up with much. The Vegas Knights score it. They score it a lot. Like uh, they're they're they go over a ton. In fact, last night they won one zero. I went back and looked at their season. They only had one game all year that ended 1-0. That's incredible. like they score. They score it. The uh, I mean, sorry, Jack, you go. Yeah, so uh, I'm just gonna say, um, Kyle, you touched. I just wanted to touch on the odds real quick. So you said they had the worst odds, um, you know, to start the year, or whatever. And to me, that's exactly the reason the, uh, why they won't win the Stanley Cup. It's because those guys in the desert know what they're doing. And they're not going to let some crazy odd team um, end up winning and Vegas losing a ton of money. So that's exactly why the Knights are going to lose to the Kings in the first round. You heard it here first. Like, oh, wow. you're, you're, well, you're, well, you're an idiot. You're they're already up one now. I know what you are, but there's no way Las Vegas loses that first round uh, to Los Angeles. But uh, the cool thing about it is them only being the, like, the only extension team in the NHL, they kind of got – it's kind of easy for them to be good because they got all the good players. Like, of all the other teams in the expansion draft, they didn't have to go against anyone. They, they literally just were able to pick as they, as they wanted. So that's yeah, like they that's, were protected, right? So that you, you can yeah. protect a certain amount of players. So it's not like they're going to get, like, the, the Sidney Crosby or any yeah, crazy yeah. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin or anything like that. But I, that would be interesting. I don't really know how many players NHL teams could protect. But I, I guess that's a decent point. But, I mean, still, it's a bunch of scrubs. Like, if you're not going to want to be protected, they're basically just saying, like, hey, you're not good enough to – stick with us long term go ahead and go to the you know vegas yeah um i feel like they got a lot of a bunch of old talent because i think their goalie's pretty old but he's like kind of good i think he played for the flyers last year and he like was just like just killed it over there and but they have a younger goalie that they that's just as good so like ah we'll give you the old guy we'll take the young guy so i mean there are some situations that that happened that's why they got some better players but you're right i mean jack i mean it's it is what it is but i think i really hope that they go all the way a because i hate the predators Hate Nashville. Six one five sucks. Nine oh one's greater than six one five. I'm a stats guy. That's all I have to say. Man, that's. I mean, I was hoping you'd have a little hometown blood in you. I mean, I know it's ain't Memphis, but damn, it's Nashville. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give out. The, I mean, they're good this year. I mean, what did they went to like the uh, their conference finals or uh, division finals? Yeah, they're, or they're, the one, they're the one. They're the one seed over there. Yeah. Yeah, they are the one seed. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna give it out now, so when it happens, I can rewind this and play it back in a few weeks. Uh, we're gonna have our uh, our Tennessee boys lift that sh- the Stanley Cup here in a few weeks, boys. Oh you heard my it God, man! I don't yeah. know who is worse. You were Trey with the Vegas and in the hometown Nashville. I bet you love Broadway. I bet you love country bars. You're terrible, man. What a uh, hipster! How, how many times have you been to Nashville and seen the with the ladies God. there, Jack? Ever? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, who knows, man? Yeah, I know you don't <laughs> see a lot of ladies to begin with, but uh, right, my, my mother, but um. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyways, that's uh, that seems like a good time to get off the hockey topic. Uh, what about? Well, I, did you, I I, let, let's um, let, let's finish up hockey real quick. Do, um, 
you know, you pick that, I, I guess, if you had um, at, coming out of that side, you, would you say it's the, the Knights and the Preds coming out of um, that side of the bracket, if you're looking at it? So basically that side, it's going to be the Preds versus the Avalanche, the Jets versus the Wilds, the Knights versus the Kings, the Ducks versus the Sharks. Okay. Are you, all right. I have, I have, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with you with that. I mean, I think it's going to be Preds. Uh, I think the Jets get through the wild. Um, I think the Knights, and then I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with San Jose Sharks as well, and I'm going to go Knights. And then I'm going to say, suck it, Nash Vegas, Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> the shit, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Beat the shit out of them. Four, <laughs> get them out of here. Nashville's done. Winnipeg goes on. Las Vegas beats Winnipeg. They're in the Stanley Cup. There you go. I, I mean, like, I, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll get off hockey just because uh, it's hockey. But uh, I will tell you, Canada, they did two things right. The first, of course, the best thing, maple syrup. Second is hockey. Um, they actually did that right. I don't think curling is from Canada. If it is, they did that right, too. But uh, speaking of that, my winner, Canadian, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh! Wow! Wow! Uh, we need to we need to copy. This is literally old election Obama stuff. We need a copy of your birth certificate, Jackie. There's no way you're from uh, America. You're gonna get a Canadian team to win it all. Wow! I, I don't know. Pull, pull it up on Facebook, dude. Mark Zuckerberg has all that stuff. He'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, he's listening to this right now, probably. <laughs> um, I, I guess um kind of going off of uh, a weird time in sports. So the NHL playoffs started recently. Uh, baseball started recently. Basketball, as far as college goes, is over. Football is dead, too. Um, the only thing we really have to look forward to for the next couple months, um, you know, just for your casual sports fan, and if you don't like baseball and hockey, is the NBA playoffs. So, um, crazy game last night. Kyle, I know um, you had some action on the Timberwolves, right, against the Nuggets to see who goes to the playoffs, gets the spot there. Yeah, that's right. For anybody who didn't watch, the uh, line was it floated around two and a half to three. I think it closed to three and a half uh, for the Timberwolves who are at home. Uh, they're playing the Nuggets. Winner gets in the playoffs. Loser uh, goes to the toilet bowl. So uh, crazy game, o- overtime, and uh, they they covered uh, minus. They won by six, I think. So a uh, shout out to me for telling everybody at like ten o'clock that morning that that was the play of the day. And, <laughs> Some of, my, some of my friends follow, some don't. But uh, you know, what can, I, can, I can't, I can't give people free money. I guess. Hey man, what's the old saying? You can, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I guess that's kind of the fault there. Yeah. Well, Kyle, hey, what about timber? What about Timberwolves? I mean, my dog can drink out of that dog bowl. Is that the same thing? I mean, yeah, the All right. Timberwolves can drink out of <laughs> that dog bowl the whole way to the playoffs, baby. Um. So I, I guess um, I think it was the first time since like 2004 or something crazy like that, that the last game of the regular season or one of the last games of the regular season or whatever actually determined who would make the playoffs, the last game of the regular season, like the head-to-head matchup. So I think that was pretty sick. Um, but going off of that, I mean, what do you guys think of just the NBA as a product in general? Uh, Trey, I guess we'll let you start. I mean, I think the NBA as a product in general is a great – I think it's a good product. I think – they put out, you know, um, the best player. I mean, the best players are the – I mean, I love how the Rockets came up together uh, and had a good team this year. Thunder slipped early, but now they're good. I just think that uh, there's a lot of drama in the NBA, especially, like you said, with the last game actually mattering. 
that's that's huge. Um, Russell Westbrook getting the triple double average again. I think it's just a good product. I think the worst part about it is maybe the tanking aspect. It kind of lowers the product down a little bit, but at the same time, I think they're up on viewership this year, so it didn't really bother it that much. I just think uh, there's a lot of power on both sides this this time around, and with the 76ers being worth this shit and the Cavs being pretty good this year, I think it's going to be a fun playoff time. And I, I mean, I, I know I'll probably get some feedback on this, but I think that the NBA is a pretty solid product as of now. Uh, Kyle, what do you think, man? One, one, you mentioned my favorite city on the planet, Philadelphia, and I'm going to give you a crazy hot take. I'll start out with the hot take, then I'll get into the NBA. Oh, and Lord. This is, it's going to come in real hot, so be ready for it. The 76ers are going to win the East, boys. The 76ers. The, 70, the, the city of Philly doesn't lose. They win the Super Bowl. They win the NCAA National Championship, and they're going to be in the finals. They might not win it. But they're gonna be in the finals. They won 16 in a row. They're hot. Man, God, you got what goes right, up, anyway. goes down, man. Come on, man. Yeah, well, the 76ers, they're gonna literally, they're gonna beat the. I mean, that's. Anyways, I'll, I'll I could go on and on about hey, the city of Philadelphia forever. Well, let me give you a hot take real quick, Kyle. The All heat, right, let's hear it. The Heat beat the Sixers in the first round. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> what? It, let's let, let's bet something. Let's put. All right. Let's put your money where your mouth is. All let's right. bet. Let's bet. Let's bet twenty five bucks on it. No, no, no. You're not betting any money. You're you're doing like a crazy bet. Like you have to do something that's embarrassing, something like that. that that's that's the best kind of bet. Okay. What what is it, Trey? I don't know. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you. Let, let, let it marinate. Let it marinate. Yeah, let, let, let it marinate. marinate. But I, I got the let let the record reflect that I got seventy sixes. All right, let's go back to the NBA as a product. Um, yeah. So so I'll uh, I'll go with Trey? the NBA as a product. Good. Uh, oh yeah. All right. So here's my thing about the NBA. It's 82 games long, and for 78 of them, nobody tries. Like the best players, like 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 James Harden, literally like is just out there cooking everybody, and nobody tries. Nobody plays defense, like offense. Tons of wide open shots. Nobody boxes out. Like literally, if yeah, you could if you could give me a bunch of I don't know a bunch of guys that are 6'10", like I could bo- if I was 6'10", I could box them out, and I'm no. I'm not NBA talent athletically. Like it's just so like not fundamental. It's literally like watching an AAU team until I will say this though, is whenever the playoffs come or for example, that game last night, the NBA is a great product whenever they all try and they actually D up. Like I love that game last night was probably like one of the most enjoyable NBA games I've ever watched. Cause for every second of the game, they're actually D up. They're actually playing ball. So like I hate how not because the, the regular season means so little, it seems like in my mind, they just it's just not fun to watch in the regular season. Um uh, I got a couple other takes about who I think's gonna win a loss, but we'll get into that later. Jack, NBA as a product, let's hear it. Man, NBA as a product is terrible. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, I saw something yesterday, it's like, I feel bad for the people that uh, think the NBA is not fun to watch or something like that. And I think you're completely wrong. Like if you wanna fi- you can find you know an exciting game every night if you want. But if you're looking at the entire league as a whole, it's trash. Um, Trey, you mentioned earlier, like, uh, you know, the game actually mattered. It's the first time since, like, 2004 that, like, the final game mattered. Um, they, like, ESPN has something on their website that's called, like, Tank Watch. So, like, it's literally better for these teams to lose. It makes more sense for them to lose. Um, they have incentive to lose with lottery uh, draft picks than to actually play ball, like you said. Um, you, you said there's a ton of drama uh, there's not really a lot of drama. There's maybe off-court stuff, like Chandler Parsons going to, to Cancun last year or, 
you know, or, whatever or, girl on the comments on Instagram. <laughs> but if you're going to watch that, man, watch the Kardashians or something like that. That's not NBA. Get out of here. Um, the coaching is horrendous as well. I think I could be an NBA coach. Like, they don't draw up any plays. They have, like, you basically just say, all right, guys, let's box out, let's rebound, let's close out the defenders, let's push them off the floor, blah, 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 and you sound like a genius. But really, you're not saying anything. Um, I think it needs to change, man. I would like to see it go to, like, like a three, like a three-tier thing. Like, you got your League One, your, you know, your League Two, and then your G League. I think like that promotion relegation kind of thing would be pretty sick because all those players are still talented, but that would also make it super weird money wise. I think that uh, something along those lines, I don't have all the answers or whatever, but I think something like that is where the NBA needs to go. Yeah. I think I've always, we've talked about this years. I mean, for years now, Jack, it'd be great if one of our professional sports could make that happen. I think the problem with it now is I'll say for the the Grizzlies, for example, they were obviously terrible this year. Is if, for example, they were getting relegated, per se, and they're you know in Division Two. Let's say there's Division One's a good league, Division Two's the bad league. Is like, could they even support a team to get like you know? Let's say they're in Division Two for two or three years. Like they are, their attendance couldn't have been good this year. They're awful. It's how long could you right. sustain the team? Like you know, in, in England with the Premier League soccer, is the teams that they have so much support even when they're bouncing in and out of relegation. I just – I worry that the product isn't here in America. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe I, I like think the, you're wrong. Maybe, maybe, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. I'd like to hear your thoughts, but I just don't – somebody like Memphis, a small market already. I mean, we can't – I mean, probably the our like uh, best season ticket sales on the year were probably when LeBron or the Warriors came to town to watch the other team. Is, you know, let's say Grizzlies spend three, four years in the, the lower league and they're playing other lower league teams like – I mean, like, I mean, great example of the G League. I went to a game, one game this year and at the Landers Center, and there was, no exaggeration, 300 people there. It's like, I, it would never fall to that, but, like, I mean, you can't, you can't even afford to have the form open if you're only – the FedEx form open if you're going to have, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 people there. I mean, I, I think that's a fair point. Like, uh, that, that's the biggest thing is obviously, like, the financing for, like, the stadiums. Like, the FedEx form isn't paid off. Like, it costs taxpayer money. So that's another thing to think about that, that is a very good point on your end. Uh, if you're not going to do, like, promotion, relegation, you at least got to, like, mix it up. So, like, eliminate – like, do it at, like, a, a table. Like, it's all one league. It's all one table. Um, and then you play every team twice. And then, like, uh, I don't know, you, you have, like – who knows, like ruin the divisions and then you have East West and you play every team twice. And then the teams in the West, like one more time or something like that, home and away. But it, regardless, the point I'm trying to make is the NBA is trash because the games don't matter at all. Uh, it's not fun to watch. Like I looked at the scores the other night and it's like people blowing them out by like 30 points. And it, that's just giving up, man. Like everybody's so good in the NBA um, and, and people like complain, Oh, you just like old school basketball. You don't like fundamentals, blah, 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 blah. And the game has changed. I agree with that. But it's still not basketball. It's just, you know, roll the ball out there and, you know, go make some threes. I will, I will say that I do agree that I think the game has changed for the worse. I think that, you know, when Steph Curry came and changed the game and made it the three-point ball is, like, the way to go, I think that kind of, like, depleted the – I mean, he kind of broke the system with his, you know, three-point three point shooting and getting a team that literally – Everyone on the court can shoot a three-pointer. Um, I think that's kind of made it to where, honestly, all of basketball has kind of changed. Because, like, even, you know, high schoolers, college kids, they're just trying to shoot these unreal shots 
that they, had, you know, 10 years ago, they wouldn't even try. So I do think that yeah. I think also, uh, Jack, you had a good point about making it to where it's just one big division and saying, all right, this is how it goes. And then um, I think doing away with the lottery is the best way to go, too. I think the lottery system kind of makes it to where that tanking is OK because you want to get lower, lower down because you're not guaranteed that first pick. So I think if you get rid of that tanking or the, the lottery aspect, I think it helps the tanking process as well. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, you have the, I mean, people and team, whatever, the natural human psyche is to be incentivized, you know, by something that carrot on a stick and the carrot on the stick when you're bad is the best, the number one pick you want the best part you can get. So you're, it's, it's a, it's, you know, idiotic to think that, hey, if, hey, if I'm not going to make the playoffs, why would I not tank? Why would I not want to get whoever is going to go number one this year? I mean, it's a, it's a reverse incentive. So it, it incentivizes teams to tank. So I agree. I think I'd be I'd be I'd be interested to see how it would work, but I, I'm not against your idea, Jack. You know, uh, one big table, and then also you get rid of the division disparity. There's I mean, there's so I feel like every year that one side's good and the other side's bad. Like I feel like this year the, the West is really strong. Like I mean, the Warriors Warriors are a two seed, the eight like Wolves are an eight seed. Like I think there's a lot of good. The Blazers are good. Like I just think there's a lot of good matchups in there. Like I think. Like the eight teams in the West are like I think the Timberwolves are better than half the teams that made the playoffs for the East. I think that would almost beat all of them. So I mean that's what uh, that's another problem that I have is there's all there's so much division disparity. Is one side's a lot stronger than the other one, and if you're in that if you're in that side, then you know you're I mean you're kind of screwed. I mean the Grizz are in. I mean the Grizz even when they were good a few years ago they had no prayer of like a real prayer of like making it to the finals. I mean, they had to beat so many good teams and that's what I'd like to see more than anything um, is to get rid of the division disparity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like as far as like, it's basically match fixing, right? Like why is it viewed in the NBA uh, and match fixing might be like an aggressive term to use, but when you tank your match fixing, you're telling me like you're playing all these terrible players. Like, come on, you know what you're doing. Like if there's, like you said, if you're incentivized to lose, you should lose. Um, I, a, a random point that you'll never hear in your entire life, but I, I think it's a pretty good one. Um, in the Summer Olympics in 2012, and women's badminton, hang on with me here, women's badminton, <laughs> there was a uh, there was a scenario whether uh, you know whatever team lost, um, basically who what, what you know whoever lost the game there had a better seed like going forward or whatever in the tournament, and they literally just said like whatever kind of rules official you have in badminton they like brought them all together and they like kicked players out and stuff like that because like they were tanking. Like if you get some time, just uh, like Google something like uh, 2012 bad, badminton fixing or something like that. And they're like whiffing on the badminton ball and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. But wh- why is it okay in sports like that? You get punished like that. But in uh, an NBA, it's like, Oh, that's just, just tank season or whatever you want to call it. I, one, I don't think it's called a ball, is it? In badminton, is it called a ball? It's called a bad It's called a birdie. It is called a birdie. A shuttlecock. Yeah. Is it a shuttlecock or a birdie? I think it's a birdie. I think it's a birdie. I don't know. I mean, I'm we're t- we're talking from three guys who probably never played one game of bad, real badminton in their entire life. <laughs> um, I know, Jack. I know you're a huge badminton fan. I will definitely be spending all, all hours of the night uh, googling. Uh, Badminton tanking or badminton uh, points. Point, <laughs> you point you say that. You say that people like the the five people that listen to this are all gonna. You should all text me and be like, dude, that's some crazy badminton stuff. 
I don't know. <laughs> what, what's a cooler sport, badminton or squash? Jeez, I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with badminton. It's a lot more athletic. No, dude. Than I think. No I mean, way. I, lo- I, I love those goggles. <laughs> I'd love to say that I've watched like a ton of both, but I really have. I mean, I don't know the squash. I think I'm gonna go with squash actually. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'll give you another sport that's better than squash, and it is super intense because all these dudes are like, uh, like NFL dude strong, but NBA dude height is handball. Oh, Watch handball. some handball videos if you're really bored. <laughs> handball is yeah. Be careful with the Google search, though, I think. Yeah, you got to be real careful with that one. Yeah, the dudes yeah. are huge, though. Handball's a weird, a weird thing, too. Like, what about, speaking of weird sports, what about slam, was it called slam ball, the, like, basketball? The trampoline? Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. I was Imagine, like, telling your kids one day, hey, Dad, what did you, what do you do for a living? Or what did you do when you were 25? <laughs> oh, son, I was, I was MVP of the slam ball league. <laughs> I say, for a living, you jumped on trampolines and dunked about. You literally played like in your backyard, like with your buddies. What you did when you were a little kid, like jumping on a trampoline and trying to do flips and stuff. That's literally what you did for a living. Man, that's one that's sneaky. Like speaking of like uh, like going off of weird sports like that. If you had to pick one super weird sport, like it doesn't even have to be technically a sport. You know what I'm saying? But one like sneaky weird thing to be good at that I think would be pretty cool. I mean, it would get no chicks at all, but a competitive <laughs> eater. I think that would be pretty tight. Just have like all this random, like, hey, hey, I ate like 5,700 uh, pizza rolls or something like that in five minutes, whatever it is. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the dream right there. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to have to go with like, I don't want to be like a sneaky good, like, Something like that, like you're probably in like really good shape, like, but no one knows. Like, I don't want to be like a really good, like, really good at water polo. Yeah. Oh, there, there we go. That's a, a real practical skill, though, you know, in case I'm ever just deciding to tread water for, you know, 45 minutes. You know, it's <laughs> right. real practical, you know, one day if I get drifted out in the bottom, middle of the ocean and they're like, hey, just swim back to shore, you know, I could do that. You're just letting the shark and, you know, know like, hey, you know, Jacket, if, hey, if you here. ever got in a situation that, like, you know, you're like, hey, you got to eat. 14 cheeseburgers in six minutes. Like, you could do that. Uh, or you're dead. Somebody's like, going to break into my house, of, gun to my You're one of the only – Jack, you don't need these 10 McDoubles, you're done. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're ever in that situation, you'd be the only person on the planet that could handle it. I mean, that's got to be, you know, it's got to really help you sleep well at night. I'm the right man for the job, I think. <laughs> uh, we got incredibly off topic, but uh, I guess we'll wrap it up with this one. What about – let's go back to the NBA. Who do you got coming out of the West? Who do you got coming out of the East? Uh, whoever wants to tee off first, go ahead. I'll start it off. I'll go first because the okay. NBA is – I think the NBA is garbage. <laughs> so let me go ahead and get my relevant opinion out of the way. Um, it's going to be what everybody thought it was for the entire year, the garbage matchup that Vegas thought and everybody and their mother knows. It's going to be the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I'm going to hit the snooze button and get that stuff over with and give me college football back because the NBA is trash. All right, I'm going to have to disagree a little bit. I think the uh, Rockets actually make it all the way to the conference finals um, and I or to the NBA championship, and I think they play uh, the Cavs as well, and I think the Cavs win it in five games or six games. It doesn't matter. The Cavs are going to win the championship, though, easily. I don't know what sport y'all have been watching that y'all are coming to talk about, but the Cavs have not looked good at all lately. They look terrible the last 20 games of the year. Uh, so I don't know where this – I mean, they, they're the four seed. So I'm going to go – I already said it once. I'm going to go 76ers. Rockets also have looked super trash the last 
15, 20 games. And since Steph's been out, they have not been clicking. I mean, they have Quinn Cook starting. I mean, he sucks. He probably should be in the G League. And they signed him to like a two-year. Awesome. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go 76ers because Philly's the nicest city on the planet <laughs> versus Fear the Beard, the Rockets. They're, I think the Rockets damn near might not lose a game, and they're not even going to lose the 76ers. I'm going to go Rockets over the 76ers, and I'll give them one in five games. I will say I have, I have one hot take on the uh, NBA playoffs. I think the Spurs uh, actually beat the Warriors in seven ga- in a seven-game series this year. Oh, my God, Kawhi man. That's Kawhi. hot. Oh That's real hot. <laughs> Kawhi, no, Kawhi Leonard just got back. I think he's going to come in there. He's going to take out the Warriors. I think they're out. I think the 76ers are out. I think the Celtics are out, too. I think the the Greek freak comes out there and wins. So I think it's going to be a wild play. Man. I got some hot takes. You guys use your, use your crazy imagination all you want, but it's going to be the uh, – who's the, the, uh, the old coach for, like, the Cardinals? They are who we thought they were, whatever it was going to be the same old matchup that everybody wants the boring old nba and it's going to be the warriors over the Cavs in six games and i'll watch every single second of it but i'm not going to be happy about it so better question will you bet on it uh the pope catholic my friend <laughs> well perfect well uh guys it was great talking with you again uh make sure everyone tunes in next week we got a big surprise coming out uh, it should be a good episode. Yeah. A lot of good things to talk about. Um, other than that, I guess Kyle and Jack, uh, do y'all want to sign out? Yeah, man. Um, definitely big news coming next week. Everybody stay tuned. I don't know how many people actually are, are listening to this bad boy, uh, but big things to come. Uh, exciting stuff. So uh, if you have any feedback or suggestions or want to talk shit to us too, please do. Um, shit talking is always welcome on the pod. So please let me know what you think about the pod. Um, any of us really, and we appreciate you listening. And Kyle, I'll let you finish this up. Yeah, well, I mean, y'all stole all the good trigger lines, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, like I said, a lot of stuff, a lot of big stuff coming soon. Uh, a lot of things uh, we're working on around our day job. So uh, yeah, uh, keep tuning in, and uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Till next time. All right, y'all. Have a, y'all have a good one. <laughs>